there's three main purposes we're after. Number one is remove gases from the barn. Two is maintain the acceptable humidity range you would like for the age of the pig you're raising. And then number three is just provide adequate uh, temperatures, the thermal neutral zone. Make sure that's adequate for the pig so it can uh, grow without utilizing as much feed. Welcome to Inside the Helix, a podcast presentation from DNA Genetics. Throughout this series, we focus on all things that matter to the pork industry. You'll hear from our award-winning team of geneticists, veterinarians, animal care providers, nutritionists, and other industry-leading experts. We'll explore pig production from genetic improvement all the way to meat quality. Listen along as we take a deep dive inside the DNA Helix. As we've moved from summer to fall, and now steadily closer to those colder winter months, swine producers may turn their attention toward winter ventilation. It seems like just a few weeks ago we were talking with Andy Jacobowski on Inside the Helix to discuss summer ventilation, but now he's back as we discuss winter ventilation, and he's a director with Pillin Family Farms. Andy, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks, Curtis. Uh, thanks for having us on. And um, I think uh, it's a good timing to have this conversation with uh, the dramatic temperatures we're having this time of the year. And this week, I, you know, we're going from 30, 40 degree temperature swings in a day. So great, great time to have this discussion. Yeah, it has been pretty crazy here in Columbus, Nebraska. I feel like it was seemed like it was spring or summer earlier. And by the end of the week, I think we might see some snow. So to start off, remind our listeners to the purpose of ventilation. Yeah, you know, ventilation can be misconstrued sometimes. And really, there's three main purposes we're after. And, you know, number one is remove gases from the barn. Two is maintain the the acceptable humidity range you would like for the age of the pig you're raising. And then number three is just provide adequate uh, temperatures, the thermal neutral zone, make sure that's adequate for the pig so it can uh, grow without utilizing as much feed. Yeah, absolutely. So what kinds of air contaminants would you say are most common within a barn that producers might want to work to alleviate? Yeah, with all the different barn styles we have out there, there's there's three, four main ones that you're going to have on a daily basis just due to the fact of uh, defecation, urination, and then just the, the, the breathing of the pigs on a daily basis. So kind of the main ones are ammonia, hydrogen sulfide, carbon dioxide, and carbon monoxide. Okay. So then how would you say cold weather then affect the ventilation needs of a farm? You know, as we get these temperature swings, there's a lot of different ventilation that has to go on the barn to maintain these adequate temperatures for the pigs. So it really throws a lot of struggles into inlets needing to be open, curtains working effectively, and just maintaining that thermal temperature of that pig that we want to to optimize growth. And so it becomes really a challenge with the the variant swings and temperatures on a daily basis. What are some strategies then for producers for maintaining proper airflow during the colder winter months? And let's maybe start off with with speed of the fans. Yeah, minimum speed fan settings are usually what's talked about the most in the farms. Usually as you get down towards the temperature of the pig that you're trying to acquire, then you're really dealing with, okay, how do we how do we get the air out of the barn that we need to 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 maintain that temperature and the gases? but ultimately not waste a lot of propane doing that in the same time. So it gets a little tricky as you're talking minimum speed fans and really it's reading that pig and making sure we have that comfort of that pig. So some things, you know, when you're looking at uh, minimum speed fan settings, it's really gauging what what's that pig telling you on a daily basis and what your environment's like. And so to maintain the gases, the moisture, the humidity in the room, it's it's reading everything around that pig 
in the barns, the slats, the wetness, but also in those strategies, there's the inlets got to be properly maintained. And so inlets, when I talk an inlet, there's lots of variations of inlets, Curtis. We've got curtains on the side of barns, and then you would have inlets in the ceilings in most cases. And for farmers this time of the year, you know, we're coming out of summer where a lot of the curtains have been down all summer, haven't been utilized a lot. So properly maintaining these curtains so they're adjusted right, so there's no gaps in the corners of your curtains. Inlets, making sure they don't have broken baffles on them. So they are properly distributing the air through the room and not drafting pigs. And so a lot of different things come into play. And usually when we hit these months of the cold weather, most typically we're behind on getting some of those things fixed up. And then we end up stressing some pigs. Now, you said several times you kind of alluded to this reading the pig philosophy. Explain what that really means, because I I feel like in its most basic sense, it seems like, yeah, we need to read and understand the pig. But what does that truly mean for producers to do? What are some maybe key things that they should be looking for? What are some things that they should take into account as they're reading a pig? Yeah, reading the pig, you're wanting to look at the comfort of that pig. And really, there's lots of different ways. You know, the pig tells you a lot. Is the pig's hair laying flat? That's always a big one. Do, you know, how's the pig's lying? And so just some key things, you know, pigs... They're going to lay out flat on their side, touching when they're really comfortable. Obviously, that's going to, the temperature is going to vary by body weight, but a small pig off feed can't get too warm. So the variation we're talking about in a nursery versus a finisher can vary. And so, you know, if you have some challenge pigs, you're going to want to get them warm. Whatever that temp says, the pigs aren't warm enough until they look there. And so I really don't have an optimal set point for pigs, but really when you read that pig, you're looking at the comfort of it and the surroundings of that environment that the pig's in and trying to adjust to to make the necessary adjustments to get that pig back to a comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's get back to fans. We talked about the speed of the fans. Now let's talk about the cleaning of the pit fans. How often should something like this be done? Yeah, pit fans in our industry, they're outside. They're kind of away from from what we see on the inside every single day. And so they can really reduce airflow a lot if they're dirty. And so with the gases and the dust that these suck out on a daily basis, they can get dirty pretty quick. And so we recommend getting them power washed, cleaned up twice a year, usually with each batch of pig. If you can go around and and clean the fans, clean the louvers off really good, you're going to see some fans, if that's not done, reducing airflow 20, 30%, which can really constrain you in the inside with what you're trying to do ventilation wise. I imagine you want to keep the humidity down as well during the winter months. Let's talk about barn humidity for just a bit. Any signs that are telltale signs that we're maybe a bit behind in our ventilation? Yeah, damp floors, the dust, usually the dust around your feeders, if you swipe that, if it's really moist, that's usually going to be a sign you're behind. And then just messy pigs. When you're evaluating humidity, the, the key is you want to do it when the pigs are at the least active they've been in the room. What I mean by that is when, when we go in and do chores and typically in our industry, we, you know, we'll hang up and measure the humidity during chores because it's the most convenient time. But that's the time when we're, the pigs are exhausting the most. They're running around the room. They're active. So they're, they're getting rid of a lot more moisture through their, through their breathing, respiration. Trying to look at that when the pigs are least active in the morning when it's dry to understand that because you're going to have variations in those temps during the day, Curtis. And uh, it's going to heat up during the day. And so in the afternoon, it's usually the wettest. That's when you're going to see some of the wet floors from the activity and things like that. So making humidity adjustments sometimes can be a worse thing in those types of the day, especially if you're going to leave the farm and then come back in the day. You could overventilate those pigs at night. 
Well, Andy, winter is usually a drier time then. Do we typically have as much of a problem during these colder months? Yeah, I'd say, Curtis, um, winter is a drier time and it's it's uh, easier to affect the humidity just because you're bringing in cooler air and it's drier out and, and a lot less moisture in the air. With that said, though, it can it can really be easy to overdo that and, and costly with, with spending a lot of money on gas to, to get that humidity out of the barn. With that said, taking these humidity readings when pig activity is low is really crucial. And so with the activity in the barn, humidities can fluctuate a lot with the respiration of the pigs. And if you're taking that humidity reading at the wrong time, you can overdo it. And uh, what I mean by that is if you see humidities high and adjust your minimum vent settings up, you could run more air through the evening and potentially potentially draft some pigs, which could then uh, then hurt them in the end, waste some gas, but could stress the pigs and, and lead to other issues in the barn. Let's turn our attention then to temperature. Where do we want to be in regards to temperature? The main thing with temperature, there's a wide variation of temperatures throughout the industry, and I'm, I'm probably not going to get specific somewhere you want to be. I think in the end, it's, you know, making sure that that pig is comfortable and, uh, maximizing the performance of that pig is really what we're after in the end. So if we're too cold, you're going to really get poor feed conversion. Pigs could get cold stress, sickness. If you're too hot, you're going to reduce average daily gain. And, uh, you know, you could weigh some gas if heat is way too extreme in the barn, especially in early nurseries. And then, uh, you know, the biggest one, if you have large fluctuations within the barn, if, if your ventilation system's going up and down and some things like, you know, that's causing dramatic changes to these pigs, then, then you're setting them up. They could get stressed and then set in things with the flu and other diseases. And that all really kind of goes back to reading that pig and understanding not only the individual pig, but the, the entire herd. Correct. Correct. When you, when you talk pig comfort, Curtis, there's a, it's really, you have that comfort zone the pig's going to be in, and then you have that heat stress zone and the cold stress zone. And so really it's just maintaining what it takes to to really optimize that pig's ability to grow and, and maintain and keep healthy. And so with that said, lots of things can impact that temperature of the pig and what it feels on a, on a daily basis. And so maintaining so we don't have drafts in, in these pigs. So if the air's coming out of an inlet dropping directly on a pig, that's going to affect the, the temperature of what that pig feels. So really it's it's the effective temperature of what we're talking about every day. So having these inlets sealed up good, maintaining, make sure, making sure the air is getting mixed coming out of the inlets. We don't have holes and curtains where it could be coming in and dropping directly on the pigs. That's going to affect what they feel like from a conductive convection, those types of air feels that the pig can go through in a day. And so really it's, uh, it's you know, in the wintertime, it's really about getting that barn to where it's operating right and, and effectively taking care of what, what the pigs need in the whole wintertime. So... So Andy, then, as we discussed the environmental temperatures, we're looking at more than just the air temperature. What are we all maybe taking into account? Yeah, Curtis, that's a great question. I think, and when you think of our our ventilation systems in our in our barns, they're really the they're really the twelfth man on a football team. We don't have a lot of interaction with them all day long, but we really we uh, we expect them to perform all the we time. We depend on them. Yeah, we depend on them all the time, and so. Keeping those those settings and understanding how these ventilation controllers are set up and making sure they run right are really important, but also having them in place correctly. And, and really, so 
where you have barn temp probes in the barn, what, you know, where's the probes at rating these temperatures? Um, optimally, you want these down as close as you can get to the pigs without them getting to them um, to read the temperature of that room so you can effectively ventilate that room correctly, at least so the ventilation controller can optimally run right. And so, so many times you'll see where a probe gets lifted up from marketing pigs in a barn and it's reading off the ceiling. Well, that's it, that's going to overventilate your barn because it's reading a higher temp in your barn. So really checking through the settings of what you have set up in that ventilation controller, understanding them, making sure your probes are correctly positioned in the room to give you a good reading. So the, the barn ventilation controller can optimally run are really, really important. And then also with the probe settings, they're really important in the wintertime because of the heaters. We're, we're counting on the heaters to provide comfort to these pigs. And so if the probes are not set right, the, the heater settings, the heaters can run run at times when you don't want them to, run too long, or they can run too short depending on what's going on with them. We're releasing this podcast in late October, early November 2023. Times are tough economically for pig producers Propane can get expensive. Are there any ways that we can maybe cut some propane costs or other costs during the winter months as we're looking at ventilation? Yeah, it's it's a really good topic right now, Curtis, and, and everything, you know, definitely at this time, even with all the extreme temperature swings we're seeing right now, you're starting to see heaters kick on more. So really, propane wasters in your barn can really cost you a lot of money, and effectively measuring that's really important. So key areas, you know, what, what's going to cause propane to be wasted? And it's, it's empty barns. You know, when barns are empty, are you, are we adjusting those settings down until the fill comes in or properly having to warm the barn up for the new batch of pigs? So empty barns are, they can be propane wasters, partially filled rooms at that time. Can you adjust ventilation down a little bit until you fully fill that room up? If you have too fresh of air, if you're overventilating too much, you're going to waste propane. Those heaters are going to run more. And then really it's uh on those heaters, it's really important we get those settings right and the probes right and conditions so we don't have our first stage fan. When it's trying to maintain that temperature of the room and the humidity in the room, not having that overlap with that first stage fan. Absolutely. As we also look at the people aspect of this too, you know, there may be several people that are involved. Is there a specific chain of command or people need to be in the know when it comes to proper ventilation? Yeah, um, yeah I think, you know, from... From understanding ventilation, it's 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 it can be difficult, Curtis. There's a lot that goes into it, and I would say educating the team on the key key fundamentals of what you're trying to get after for ventilation. It's really about the pig comfort. You're trying to keep it simple. Back to the pig comforts, what you're what you're looking at. So actively getting engaged with your team members when you step in that barn, really assessing what what's the barn feel like when you get in there. Andy, we talked about the people just a bit, but let's say we're having some sort of issues within the ventilation system itself. Any helpful troubleshooting advice or tips or techniques that you can provide with our audience? Yeah, Curtis, and it's it's kind of a loaded question, but I think uh, as you, if, if you're having issues in your barn, you got to get engaged with it and try and understand what's going on. And there's a plethora of things that can be causing it, but if you're if you're trying to troubleshoot what might be causing pig discomfort or too much propane usage or just stress to pigs. It's, it's just really important to get engaged. And so, you know, I think as you think about everything we discussed today, dirty fans are a big one. They affect the ventilation, weak fans, worn props, slippage of belts on fans can cause a lot of issues. 
making sure you have a uh, pit port sealed up correctly. They can leak gas back into the barns and affect those uh, ventilation, the missing pump out covers on finishers, gaps in curtains, fan louvers that may be broken. You know, as you're looking at airflow, you know, the fan louvers let a lot of air leak into these barns in the wintertime. And so there might be some upper stage fans you don't need to utilize. Uh, maybe consider bubble wrapping those, those fans to uh, get the air to come in where you want it. Extremely restrictive attics. We've seen that a lot where, you know, you came out of summer, we're counting on these attics. A lot of our air is going to be going through the attic, through the inlets. And so the, the eaves on some of these barns can get dirty. So you might have to broom sweep some of these eaves. Go check where your air is coming in and make sure if you're maybe restrictive on air that your eaves are cleaned. And then, you know, on some finishers, you can see some foam in the wintertime. And so if that foam is rising up in there, it can affect some of the airflow for your fans to get out of the pit fans in some of these barns. So make sure you're not too restrictive in your pit ports and where air could be. Uh, we're expecting it to leave, but cannot get out of the barn. So there's just a lot of different places to look. And I, I'd say getting engaged with it, understanding with the people in the barn and educating them on how air needs to travel and come into the barn to troubleshoot some of those is, is just really critical to to effectively figure out what, what may be causing the issue at that current time. And I imagine the earlier, the better too, you know, because it, it is getting cooler now, but you'd probably rather address these items now than when it's negative 20 degrees. Out there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. So I think getting around doing that checklist, doing, just doing a thorough walkthrough, making sure all the ventilation equipment's working right now is a good time right now with these temperatures we have and the swings and assessing these curtains, make sure there's no holes in them. And it, it doesn't take long to walk around and just uh, having that as a checklist and, and getting around can really improve that pig comfort, hopefully reduce your cost in, of heater overlap run times that you may be having and make those uh, necessary adjustments to, to ensure we're saving some money while keeping these pigs comfortable and growing good. You've said a lot today, Andy. If you were going to take our entire discussion and maybe boil that down to maybe one or two key points that, that producers should really focus on right now, what would those things be? Number one, act, read the pig. You've got to get in and assess what the pigs are telling you. If they say they're not comfortable, they're not comfortable, and you need to make that adjustment and, and get things fixed. And so that would be my number one thing is just get engaged with it. Very good information. Thank you very much, Andy Jacobowski, a director with Pillin Family Farms, for talking with us about winter ventilation on Inside the Helix. For Inside the Helix, I'm Curtis Harms. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside the Helix, presented by DNA Genetics. Inside the Helix is released every other Tuesday and is focused on what matters to the swine industry. To catch up on previous episodes, visit us online at dnaswinegenetics.com or find us at your favorite podcast streaming platforms. You can also keep up with DNA Genetics throughout the year by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For Inside the Helix, I'm Curtis Harms. Thank you.